<laughs> that's when I realized that he really was a grown midget, and I didn't feel bad anymore. You know what makes it so bad? Oh, we got, God. Welcome to the guy's review. We, got, where we, we review movies, products, or media products and experiences. My name is Tucker, and with me this week is Chris and Trey. Say hello, guys. So we got an epic hey. intro this week. Mm-hmm. To what's I, I, didn't, I didn't even fucking watch the movie. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie? Fuck yeah. Uh, okay. Everybody's well, seen this movie, right? It's Steven a classic. Is, Steven is not here with us this week. He's off uh, in Germany. He's there for Fuhrer Day, isn't he? I thought it was just to pay homage to the fatherland. Yeah, it's a pilgrimage of sorts. <laughs> he is 50% German, right? That's what he said. I, I Here's the thing. Like, the Fuhrer would be displeased. That's not a high enough percentage. <laughs> oh. I mean, look, here's the deal. He got, he got a free place to stay over there to stay with a friend and go see Germany. I would honestly take him up or take up that trip if I had the money for plane tickets. Is it a free trip if you have to give a handy to stay there, though? I mean, that's between Chris or Stephen and Nick. <laughs> is it a free trip or is it initiation week? Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Initiation into uh, the military. Shit. Yeah. Into the military. The German military? No. No. <laughs> you guys are so wrong. Y'all are terrible. Hey, I got. All right. Well, tell you what. Let's, in the interest of keeping this moving and not having people. Right, keep it moving? Yes. Okay. Um, how's y'all's week? <sighs> Mine was fine. I didn't fucking do anything. Did it's, you work? Nobody threatened your life? Yeah, same old, same old. Typical Did, thing. Didn't anal fist a midget or anything this week? No, none of the above. None of the above. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what about uh, you, bud? I went to work this week, yeah. It was it's, it's slowed down some now that you know college students are gone, the university's closed down, all that's good stuff. But didn't you lose like half your staff? <laughs> yeah, we lost half our staff. You're right. But it wasn't that great of the half, though. I'm going to laugh. You fucking tear up his mic. You're messing up my mic, man. Messing up my mic game here. All right. Is that better? I'm making sure that all your shit Hold on, my shit's plugged in tight. Who's been messing? Oh, never mind. That would be the kids That would be my week. daughter on it. Yeah, that would day. be the kids last week. That's probably why. I probably got like some chocolate stuck in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they did They did a podcast after we did a podcast of yeah. uh, sampling some of the, our candy and all that uh, we did last week. So they had tons of fun. They came down here. I think what they spent, what, two hours recording? Uh, probably, at least an hour and a half. Yeah, so they had tons of fun, which is good. It's good. Yeah, it's good for the kids to do that. Yeah, it's fun for them to do. I hate you missed out on this episode. It's a lot of chocolate. I, I'm not. I, it actually wasn't f- bad. Foreign candy doesn't blow my skirt up. It actually wasn't that bad. Steve's not very bad. good either. No, well, okay, whatever. I have American um, taste buds. <laughs> anyway. Got that artificial taste going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You hear the fucking eagle, like, cawing and shit. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, so my week was just a standard week, just work and getting back into the swing of things after being on vacation, which was awesome. Um, hey, what do they call it when the Amish person impregnates his wife? An oatmeal cream pie. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. I got some other jokes, but was I can't tell one? them on here. Yeah. I don't know. That was pretty cleanish, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, we do have some fan mail. Um you got mail. This first one is from a guy named Glenn Ray, and apparently Stephen missed it. It went to the spam folder in the email for some reason, and Sweet. sat there for uh, God knows how long. Poor guy, he's I been know. waiting for us <laughs> to talk about him. Now he's probably not even listening to us anymore because he got so mad. I mean, would you blame him? Well, with a name like Glenn Ray, he's probably a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's not Al, so there is that. What is that noise? I thought you said fuck. thought you said they were locked up, bud. Who the fuck? Oh shit, that's the charter guy. Ah. Oh, yeah. We're going to cut off. Take uh, a break. That was a good episode, everybody. We're done with now. All right, so we're landing. Were you? And we're back after that short technical break. Um, yeah, so Charter's here to, to do some work on the internet. I don't really know what they're doing, but they called me and said there was a problem, so they're fixing it. Uh, so the email from Glenn Ray says, I really like the podcast. Reminds me of a bunch of 13-year-olds with deeper voices and more knowledge of swear words and all masculine humor in general. I actually have a word that will make Steven look like an idiot. Oh, shit. Oh, you can't uh, say it. Oaxaca? O-A-X-A-C-A. Try to pronounce it on the podcast, but don't be a pussy and search it up. Uh, I think you're... This guy knows us. I would say Waxaca without... Uh, anyway, I, I, I think okay. you're wide and oblivious, although you usually can't be one without the other. Enough to know what this is. Uh, and also, just wondering, is Trey gay? 
He seems to want to fuck Al pretty bad. <laughs> Canadian meat is usually pretty high quality anyway. Oh, A strange thing I came to realize is that you guys didn't know I existed until now, but I've already listened to some of your guys' sex tapes, and I have multiple detailed descriptions of some of the interpersonal family relationships that you that you guys have, specifically uncle-nephew relationships. Ha, ha, ha. ha. <laughs> uh, since you guys don't know a lot about me, I'll give you my most commonly asked questions. What's the dis- difference between me and cancer? The, actu- the answer is actually quite simple. My dad didn't beat cancer. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Jesus, that's dark. That is dark. Uh, that joke has layers, so you guys might want to spend some time thinking about it. You yeah. may also be wondering why this is the most commonly asked question, and the answer is that it's not. That was just the most organic way to introduce it into the email. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus already has a disgusting would you rather co- rather's covered, so I'll just ask uh, a few questions that I was wondering about. Who is the most disposable member of the podcast? As in, which one of you is not important to the podcast and you guys could do without? Well, that's easy. Steven's not here this week. He runs the technical part. Yeah, I set it up today, so obviously he didn't. Uh, I'd still take him over you. He gets all of our sound bit, bits, too. You know, so. uh, also, oh. to see some improvement over time on your podcast quality, rate your first podcast episode, then rate your last podcast episode. You can do one through five beers, although I think one to ten might be more accurate because of how bad some of your episodes are, though. Wow. Damn. Oh, shit. Uh, first episode, probably about a two. Oh, that's the... It was, uh, it was Terminator, Terminator 2, so it was a ten-beer uh, episode. What, the intro, well, we had the first one was kind of the Anita oh, story, yeah. if you want to say that. Well, it, just overall quality. But in, in the, the quality wasn't that good. I hate that because yeah. that was actually a really was, good was, episode. Was, yeah. But it was because it was our very first run and the quality was so bad. I'd say know? four beers. Because we did have some technical issues, but yeah. that was such a good. You know. It was no, it was a great quality episode. But okay, like, so the, the technical first, part. The first episode was four beers. Yeah, I I wasn't here for the last one, so the last one I did probably. What was, what was well, just, pick, candy just, pick, just pick any of our more recent ones. I'm gonna go I, with like two and a half beers. I don't even know what the fuck we did last. Uh, we did something with Al Tucker. Remember? Yeah, that that, that was, was a that, good episode. I mean, that was that was about my favorite episode. <laughs> that was definitely a one beer episode. Yeah. So we know what right. a disposable one is now. Now, because like, he only has a house, that's the only reason why we keep his ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now for a joke that's funny, but you won't be able to read on the podcast because it would get canceled. Nope, not reading that fucking joke. I'll do it. <laughs> Pass it over here. No, the fuck you won't. Uh, also, do something about Trey trashing the ratings. It's either a really good movie and he gives it five beers, or the movie sucks and he loves it, and that's accurate as fuck. Oh, Dad, just not say that you before did. we started this episode. We were talking about what Trey was going to rate this. So I was like, well, usually he gets something that doesn't. You wouldn't think it's so good. He'll be like, it's really good. And don't get me wrong, I'm in the same boat. I yeah. kind of like lesser movies. Yeah. Uh, also, a fan request. The next beer review, uh, the next beer review, review more common beers. I'd like to know what you guys think of those. If you've already done like this, Budweiser? Sorry, I've only listened to two of your beer reviews. And also, Napoleon reviewed Napoleon Dynamite at some point. There are some memorable dialogue clips that you could add in from that. Sincerely, oh. someone with a whole lot better things to do with his lunch break than listen to your it's podcast, let alone write fan mail, but does it anyway because why the fuck not? I could write a whole list of reasons not to listen to this podcast, but I'm not. God, I really wanted to hate this guy at the beginning, but it's like he's hitting on some big <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah, that's actually not bad. So, so I'd actually say he's probably a fan. I, I think he is. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, Glenn. <laughs> so this shit. is... This is from Nick, who's stationed over in Germany and keeping Stephen from goose-stepping right now. <laughs> is he, though? <laughs> uh, hey, fellas, I'm sitting here at Buffalo Wild Wings in El Paso on TDY from Germany, listening to y'all since I'm sad, a sad and lonely 42-year-old asshole at the bar, so pretty much in line with y'all. Uh, I'm digging Marx's Would You Rather emails. I've got one. Would you rather be divorced four times to three different women, including the alimony and child support, or be married three times to the same Kardashian, and I mean Caitlyn? Uh, Which one's Caitlin? Uh, the dad. <laughs> yeah, I, probably the Caitlin. most bangable of all of them, though. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna take hidden. Probably, probably was not more. The, probably the tightest one of them. I'm gonna take. <laughs> oh God. I like it. I like it. Well played, sir. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna take option one, though. I'm oh, gonna take uh, hidden option C and shoot myself. Well, that's not an option. Fine, then I would be married. Four times to three different women and all that stuff. Four times to three different women. Yeah, it yeah. means you remarried one. Yeah, exactly. Was it after? Like, I want to know. This sounds like a good story. Was it after the other three? Actually, what I, back, what I think, two went back. I think he's leaving a marriage out because I think he got married to his first wife, divorced her, remarried her, mm-hmm. married number two, or got engaged to number two that didn't get married, mm-hmm. then got engaged to number three, 
got married, got divorced. Then there was number four, got married, got divorced, then went back to number three and got Do married what? again. You're doing a weird path. I say it's one and then it goes through and then comes back anyway, to one. Either way, either way. Um, yeah, uh, I guess I'm going to do the maybe it's me portion and not have to deal with Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going with one. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, love listening to you guys on my military journeys across the world. Also, can't wait for Stephen and the family to come visit next month. I know it's probably better and looking forward to a heroes out heroes outbreak. I think you meant herpes outbreak, but okay. Uh, but we'll smile while they're here anyhow. Miss you guys and can't wait to move back to the area in the next two years. Uh, keep giving Tucker shit, Trey, with his lack of knowledge in ninety percent of topics. As always, your loyal listener in old Deutschland, Nick. I wonder how he thinks I have a lack of knowledge in a lot of topics. I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable in a whole lot of shit. I don't know. That hurts my soul. Hurts my soul, Nick. Well, I mean, I think I'm fairly knowledgeable. You're, I don't know. You're pretty smart too, Trey. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm just here. And Nick, I definitely hope that while you're walking around the streets of Germany, one of those, uh, New immigrants that they keep bringing in from the Middle East doesn't walk up and stab you. Wow, oh, that's kind of harsh. I it? said I hope it doesn't happen. It's because I'm a generous guy. Fuck you, Al. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> well, it was good. It was good having you tune into us, Al. <laughs> Al's already canceled out for the week. Yeah. So, well, what are we doing today? Well, we are doing the movie Tremors, and I am trying to get my iPad to work, but I think my internet may be down because the charter people are here fucking with shit. Oh, Oh. man. Well, I came, you know, in the interest of discussing the history of Australia, so... Australia history? Yeah. What you know? Let's hear it. I mean, like, it started as a penal colony. (laughs) It did start as a penal colony. Yeah. For what, the British, right? Yep. There you go. (laughs) The fucking uh, indebted in, like, the 'er ne'er-do-wells got sent... Over there, gotcha. Uh-huh. Pretty right, interesting. I what about the what about the natives? Go to my phone. Oh, the aboriginals. Yes. Oh, yeah, they fucking hate those guys. <laughs> so, tremors. You know, is a, that probably pissed them off when they dropped them off. They were like, "What the fuck?" Oh yeah, I mean, tremors is a 1990 American western themed monster horror comedy film directed by Ron Underwood, <laughs> produced by Brent Maddock and S.S. Wilson, and written by Maddock, Wilson, Underwood. Tremors, re- Tremors was released by Universal Studios, or Universal Pictures, and stars Kevin Bacon, Fred Ward, Finn Carter, Michael Gross, and Reba McIntyre. Do you know Fred Ward's Australian? You know he died. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, just like last week. Hmm. Uh, the movie was released January 19th, 1990, Fred on a budget of oh, $10 million, oh. and had oh, a total so box there. office haul of $16.7 million. Chris Hemsworth, isn't he Australian? So, he is. Both so. of them. Even his brother. If you transfer that, to, <laughs> transfer that to today's dollars, ten million in nineteen nineties worth twenty two point one million today, and sixteen point seven is worth thirty six point nine. And what was this genre of this movie? Today. Because I feel like when I went to the movie stores, I just I, I didn't have a section called that. It's, it's, a, com- it's a comedy horror movie. You said western in there too. Oh yeah, western. Um, the movie the movie has movie. Uh, decent reviews from IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes at seven point one percent and eighty seven percent respectively. Metacritic. Was sixty five percent Google users, eighty four. One, I'm gonna, I'm gonna press his right. Chris got it. It was ninety percent Google. Jeez, users I'm shocked. No, I know. I'm really shocked. I, I thought it was gonna be high, but I was gonna play the percentages. Again, this goes back to those like the ones that we do like this mm-hmm. is like the people who actually watched the movie and loved the movie went on there and gave mm-hmm. it good reviews. Absolutely, it's not like they said you know a bunch of. Tom, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry's out there and say, hey, go. I guarantee you, like, since this has been out, Google, you know, has been out and everything, if you went with movies that were more up to time, because this is, you know, obviously way, way before Google. So mm-hmm. you go, you know, more up to time, it's probably the scores get a little bit lower. Do you think? I, I can see it averaging out. Um, you know, but. Yeah, I'll keep talking. I'm going to go deal with the repair guy. Okay. Well, you know, this is a beloved movie, though. It's a cult classic. And I think that, you know, the box office adjustment probably do- doesn't touch, like, what it's actually made. Cause, I mean, they had seven more movies come out well, after this. I mean, not only that, but, I mean, think about it. Like, it's been on, like, TBS, yep. TNT, AMC, you know, like. Yep. 
like he said, there was a series that came out also. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they were planning on doing a rebooted series. Is that what they were going to do? It was going to have Kevin Bacon in there, I think. Yeah, but that's just because he's not doing anything else. Like, <laughs> that's, you, that's fair. You know, it's a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> this much, movie is... Yeah, much like Tucker trying to grow hair, it's a bad idea. <laughs> like clear hair of his. Mm-hmm. It's doing great. It's doing great. I wonder where Gary's from. Gary? Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't say that, but I like it. I like him. I want to hang out with I this guy. I feel like he probably sits in some basement somewhere listening to us. Oh, definitely his mom's basement. But yeah. you need to know he's where he's probably is. doing like his work on a computer there, and just he's just like really ticked off about some of the stuff we're saying. Like I think the whole thing they sent us was like we think this. Like he's trying to be you know like good with us. He's like oh they're gonna find this funny, but in actuality he's like these fuckers. You know? oh, <laughs> he's just typing up like I can't stand these guys. He's typing away. <laughs> But he did reference Tucker getting touched by his uncle, and that's pretty awesome. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's catching on. This, wow, the cancer joke, though. That's pretty dark, man. That was really dark. <laughs> I want to see what the joke was that couldn't be read on air. We have to get Tucker to give that to us later. I don't, I don't there's no way anybody's going to know it. <laughs> Think it was about a minority group? Oh. Has to be, right? Hmm. Australian people? Is that what you're talking about? Could, could be about fucking kids. <laughs> uh, maybe why Tucker didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> it hit too close to it, home. It hit too close. It's about awful. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We give, made my joke not feel so bad. Oh, yeah. We, we give Tucker a lot of shit, but he's a survivor, you know? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Hey, remind me. I need to lock his back door or else he, I'm told him to come back in here and like, take a show on it's the floor. It's like cracked. Yeah, I'm gonna come back and like take a shot on the floor one day. Oh, let's don't lock it back. Nah, I maybe mean, you got. Do get shot. He's not so. that good of a name though. Well, I mean, like he's not a good detective either. Like he wouldn't know who did it, <laughs> even with me admitting I would do it. Uh, <laughs> you see, he post up about that those uh, some people that disappeared. Yes, I thought you fucking with him. <laughs> Unless you actually know him. No, nah, I don't know. <laughs> Just messing with Tucker. <laughs> but hey, I did know the other one though. Because I, that's somebody that I do know. So I was like, y'all let me, I'll tell you where he's at right now if y'all, uh, you know. I knew I didn't know exactly where he was at. But anyway. I bet you could find him. Oh, definitely. Shoot, all I had to do was make a phone call and I could have found him for him. Uh, Tucker said pause the recording, but guess what I'm not going to do? You're not going to pause it. I don't know how. I don't want to accidentally delete what we got. We could just look at it. We could look at it. Let's just sit here in silence looking at it. <laughs> Let's just do tremors ourselves. Oh man! All right. So there's big worm monsters. Comes out, yeah, and then it like eats everything, right? And it's yeah. got a bunch of little wormies in its mouth. Yeah, like how does a worm carry like more worms in its mouth? Yeah, I don't. You assume know. that's the mouth. It could have been the butt. Like, what if that's the butt? <laughs> like it just shoots out? That so it's way. like it's like, it's a, like a really advanced form of hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like a tapeworm just popping out of your butt, just like checking it out and then going back in. Oh, I tell you what, man. I was hoping I forgot about this movie and I forgot who was in it. And like within the first five minutes of seeing her, I was hoping Reba McIntyre would just get eaten. And that <laughs> am I the only one that gets annoyed by her? I I definitely feel like she is not really a uh, an actress. An actress I would pursue. No, nah, man. It's just uh, something. Hey, man. A lot of people love Reba. They're big fans of Reba. That's all fine and dandy. But me personally. Like, just hearing her talk, I'm just like, oh, please stop. <laughs> just stop. It annoyed the mess out of me when she was in, uh, what was it called? Little Rascals. Huh. All right, so I looked up that place that he sent. It's pronounced Oaxaca. That place. Yeah. I thought, I thought he said a word. Oaxaca or whatever. Oaxaca, yeah. yeah. That's a place? It, it, it's Oaxaca. Oaxaca? Yeah, it's in Mexico. Okay, so this guy's probably somewhere near... Maybe he's New Mexican. I mean, here's the thing, man. Like, if, if we had any, like, cartel listeners, like, I would totally take a job doing some jobs running back and forth. You'll be a mule. Man, they make good money. <laughs> you gotta cover up. Tucker will just cover for you. I don't think he would. I think Tucker would try and bust me, but, like, you know, I could outsmart him. <laughs> His own dogs outsmart him. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what he's walking into when he gets back in here. Nah. He needs a, what's he doing? He's just t- chatting up a storm with the Charters guy, man. He just needs to be like, hey, 
I got shit going on. Go away. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you're fucking with my recording. Right. You messed with my night. We're just going to tell them we just did the review and we're done with it, man. Man, I'd be okay with that. I'd, I'd want to do a fireside anyways. A fireside chat? Mm-hmm. I had an idea for one that I thought we should. Well, we may do it next week. What? It's, it's going to be questions. I would love that. Like, get to know us kind of questions. It's different. So, this is like a test. And I'll get you guys to do the test beforehand. Okay. And then I'll read the questions off in case there's anybody at home that wants to do it. And what it does is it gives you the ranking of whether you're an alpha male, a beta male, or what kind of male you are. Oh, Tucker's going to be a cuck. A beta cuck at that. <laughs> Steven's already going to be, I'm listing him as a delta male. <laughs> uh, that means like you're already past the stage and when you should have already had your uh, reassignment done. <laughs> No, that that'd be fun. I think. Yeah, it's, it's in the back of one of my books and all. It's not. It's but, not serious. But here, here, here's it's the just pro- playful. Yeah, but here's the problem though. Like everybody knows what like the right answer is to like be the alpha male. But it's gonna be like, how true would it be? See, so that's gonna be my thing. I feel like well, I should throw in there at the end that if you got like a perfect score on it, yeah, that you're covering up for something. You're not alpha male at all. Totally agree with that. So, but I also thought about it. What if I do this test? And figure out like what level you are mm-hmm. and how long would you last in a horror movie, in a zombie movie. That would be fun. Yes. Here's, here's the thing. I don't have survival skills and I have no navigational skills. But but see, then you got somebody like Tucker who would try to be an extra alpha male uh-huh. and stand back and be trying to take out all the zombies. That's fair. And then you could just run away. <laughs> true, <laughs> true but, my, but my sense of direction is horrible. So like when like I was actually trying to navigate <laughs> the sun. Just follow somebody else. Well, yeah, when I can't like follow the sun anymore, I'm going to loop back at night and I'm going to get fucking like right back to where I was. But you got, you got, but Tucker will be, Tucker will be the first one gone. So you got three of us to still, two of us to still follow around. I am an old man, so I can get, you know, kind of off path. Yeah. <laughs> Well, see, like, my cardio sucks. That's not good. <laughs> so I need, like, the need the zombies to, like, truly be walking. Like, they can't have, like, endurance. You got two guys with you that's got, like, heart problems going on yeah, right now. Yeah, but I'm still, I'm still fat. I mean, like. <laughs> you could just see, like, you speed up your heart. You're going down. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Like, push, come, shove, we'll trip Steven. You know. But Steven's a Boy Scout. He has survival skills. Do you think you, you, think you can make it through a zombie apocalypse? I mean. Did, well, would it depend on what type of zombies they were? Well, I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, you talk about zombie apocalypse, so, like, I assume power grid's going to go down. Obviously. So, the water treatment plant probably going to stop running eventually. Right. You'd have to raid... I mean, I mean, like, I can survive for a little while, but I don't think, like... I don't, well, and, you, you'd, you'd have to raid every store and get, like, all the bottled water out of them. Yeah, but I mean, like, at some point, though, like, it stops being feasible to keep surviving. Like, how many people survived this thing? Like how many people are alive like when it happens? Like that's a, that's the scenario that really well, you, matters. You won't know because it will just be like. Is are you talking about? Like you're just the last man on earth. Yeah. Like all can, four can of us survive? are sitting down here in the basement and we recording. There's a light that goes across the sky while we're in here recording. It's a big <laughs> happens, but it happens like all the way on the other side of town. So everybody on this side of town are still alive. Oh, it's us and other people. Yeah, we can yeah. survive. It's all yeah. So everybody on this side of town. But everybody over there on that side of town where it blew up at and caused like this radioactive thing that mm-hmm. knocked everybody out but turned them all into zombies. Well, see, like, here's the worst part. I had to get to my family and like, over in Oak and see if they survive. They okay. I guess you know. on that side. Yeah, <laughs> well, I so, don't know. So I, so I got to go through the fucking zombie horde just to, in the hopes that my family's alive. Yeah. So it would knock out the grid off the bat automatically oh, yeah. because of the radio waves and all that. Yeah. So you have no way of getting in touch with them. Yeah. So I gotta go. I mean, but I'll be in a car. So I mean, if it, it instantly turns them into zombies, like I'm just plowing through them. Yeah. But the problem is, you gotta get over there. At least students are out of town, so like less people to fight with yeah. trying to get over there. I think it would also depend on what type of zombies they are. If they're like the Dawn of the Dead, the one that like freaking sprints after your ass, oh, yeah. I, I'm just done with. But if it's like Shaun of the Dead. Where those mugs are just, just like walking, yeah, they're just barely even walking when they are walking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got a pretty good chance. You do, you think you have a good chance, but then the number game can start getting to. Well, you. like here's the thing: if they're walking, like I don't know, it's weird because like I don't know that I have anything to live for. Like if my family's gone, like yeah. I'm, I'm okay if I die anyways. Like right now, like the only thing I want to live for is my wife and kid. Yeah. So it depends. Yeah, you know, everything would just depend on how it played out. Yeah, that's weird. 
it's tough to think about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just being honest. Well, I mean, what, you know, you got to think about your strategy. Like, do you, do you start taking them out or do you ignore them? I mean, if you start like taking the them zombies, out, like if, you have a, if you have a gun and you start taking them out, the noise is going to attract the other zombies. I mean, is this Shaun of the Dead or is this more like exactly. yeah, the know. other ones? I mean, if it's the fast ones, I'm done with already. I'm just not even going to try. Yeah. I mean, there's just no trying, man. But I mean, like, if they're just contained to, like, the other side of Auburn, Alabama, you know, it's yeah. not so bad. Like, there's a whole lot to live for. Like, if it's everyone else in the country and it's just, this is the little pocket that survives, like, man. Let's just say it was, like, a nuclear, or not a nuclear, I guess it would be a um, biological. Mm-hmm. And it flew overhead, it hit this, but it hit all over the United States. Mm-hmm. I mean, here, here's the problem. Like, we'd have to, you got to make it to the coast. You got to, well... Say that you need to get to fresh water, really. Yeah, so like, I ain't drinking lake water, man. Like, you can just it's better fucking, though. Yeah, y'all can just fucking kill me. Like, I'd rather catch like a river and just you know. <laughs> and Chattahoochee's like fucking polluted from the businesses in Atlanta, so like, that's a horrible fucking plan. Is it? It'll be hard to you know everybody's first reaction is going to be let's raid the stores. Mm-hmm. So even if you had the inkling of the idea just to go hit a store up and all, it's probably already been hit up. Well, not if it's just this little pocket. I mean, because like, you're just driving through like zombie country. Yeah, but on this side of the town, mm-hmm. what all is there? Well, think about that. Like, say they turn like these zombies here. Like, I came like a weird way home. Like, like yeah. like Union Springs. Like, why don't you hit like this small little pocket? It's like the equivalent of, like Beauregard. You know, okay, yeah, like, I got just you. down the middle of nowhere. Just yeah. So if they turn into zombies, guess what? There's only like ten of them in town. Right. And we, they're probably we, not going to be clustered together. No, and we honestly. can and we could probably take them. Yeah. Before like the, the zombie hordes like eventually. Yeah. Overran it. Hmm. It's an idea. Yeah. I don't know. But like you said, you got to get to your family first. Yes. To see, and I'm with you on that. I I yeah. would want to go, you know, see my family too. Make sure that you mm-hmm. know, be scary if you get over there and they're all. Oh man, like that. What yeah. would you do if you got there though? And your wife fought them off. And then, but she got bit by one. But she's not one yet. And Huck's okay. Well, you got to take Huck and you got to put her down. <laughs> I mean, I mean it, it, that's what the movies tell us. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, like, that's where people make the most mistakes that they don't put their, their loved one down. After yeah, got I mean, bit. like, it would suck. Yeah. But, you know, wife number three coming up. <laughs> Maybe they hit the Ukraine yet. <laughs> Nah, man, Putin's over there ruining that shit. <laughs> it was probably the first place he tested it at. <laughs> it's gonna come. It's gonna come out from over there. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't think we're doing this movie. Like, no, I like don't. we're gonna do like an hour of this, and like Tucker's gonna come back down. We're just gonna be like, yeah, we're done. Y'all didn't stop it. <laughs> it was much better without your ass, anyway. <laughs> so let's just be honest. <laughs> Born the shit out of everybody with Absolutely. your monotone ass self. Man, no, I, 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 I play it, Tucker. I hate it for everybody else that's got to listen to this, like this dribble. Like, what would you do if? <laughs> We're even on the what if series, okay? Yeah. I mean, like, what, what would y'all do at home? Yeah, fuck you. You'd probably die. <laughs> Piece of this shit. Especially you in Canada. Yeah, you know, the first thing people are going to probably say a lot is going to be like, well, you have like the Tucker instance where I've got so many weapons, so many guns, I'll just go around shooting them all. And it's like, well, the problem is, is the more you shoot your gun, the more you're drawing attention with the sound. So they're going to start going towards the sound because naturally in their mind, mm-hmm. whatever kind of mind zombies have, they probably hear like a big bang and in their mind they're thinking, ooh, fresh meat to eat, you mm-hmm. know? Oh yeah, potentially. So that would be one of the first places to go to. So if you decide to hang out and start... Mm-hmm. You're yeah, so we got to go find like that weird dude in Auburn that's got like a bunch of swords. Yes, Exactly. You can find that guy who's got the swords on, samurai swords on his wall. That's the yeah. guy you need to find. Yeah, and so we can start by like going to the comic book store. <laughs> I assume that I assume that guy probably has swords. He's probably got, he'll probably pull out the comic book and be like, "This right here tells us how to survive it all." <laughs> Jesus, it's the Marvel versus zombies series. <laughs> it's got all the answers, and you guys got heat vision eyes. Uh, no, sir. Yeah, this went off the rails real quick. What do you mean? Well, just this. Episode. Are we still recording? Yeah. Oh shit! I'm not fucking turning it off. <laughs> I mean, like these people get blessed with whatever this conversation turns into. 
Oh, this is great. <laughs> He's literally... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Steven's got to review this before he puts it out. <laughs> Steven's not going to have time. Like, Steven's just going to put it out. <laughs> man, oh, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, um, I think we were going to do another candy review in the future. But okay. what we're going to do is we're going to do a mashup review. I don't know if you know about this. Because we, we didn't talk to you about this. Yeah, a what? So you'll hear about it and, and people hear about it too. So we're going to do a mashup review. What we're going to do is we're going to do reviewing Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And at the same time, do a candy review. Okay. I mean, like, this sounds dumb, but I'll indulge. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. All right. It's a different new idea. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. I still want to get that card. There's a card game out there I want to get. Well, we need to get our YouTube up so we can actually do it. What, the card game? No, like, just anything. Like, we need a visual medium to put out there. Yeah? Get get some YouTube watchers. And, like... I got turned on to this one guy, and he's not. You got turned on to this one. Guy. <laughs> one of my one of my employees told me like, "Hey, go watch this guy." Like, and he puts out a lot of stuff, and it's not really. Does your employee know you're turned on to him? It's not really funny. It's not really you know anything. But dude's got like 10 million subscribers. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, we need this in our lives. You got this on there. What you got? This, you got send me the guy. I'll see. I'll, I'll check it out too. Let's see here. I worked with a guy, uh, another guy. He had his own like YouTube channel on. It was literally um, these guys right here. Mm. Wait, that's that's the what's your what's their name? I mean, that, that's the guy. Like, and when you click anything he does, like it's just a video of him, and like then he'll put it up, like, and you can watch it while he's reviewing it. Huh. Welcome back to the episode. Yeah, welcome back. Oh yeah, yep. we're still recording. Jesus Christ! What? Yeah. We're, 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 text to turn the recording. Yeah, on. but we're halfway through this movie now. <laughs> no, we yes, started. we are. We're, yeah, at the, we're at the part where they're on top of the roof. Mm, no, we're not. Yeah, we are. That's what we got to. All right, we can backtrack it, I guess. Yeah, we got to go Whatever back. you want to do. Uh, at least my internet's working now. Okay, good. I'm sure the listeners at home were very captivated by this story. I think they were captivated by our story. You missed out of everything, man. We were talking about zombies. That did happen. Because yeah. we were talking about like trying to survive a disaster like this, and that's how we got to the halfway point of this movie. Yes. All right, then. All right, so, uh, Valentine, Val, McKee, and Earl Bassett are handymen working in Perfection, Nevada, an isolated settlement in the high desert area uh, east of the Sierra Nevada Mountains. Yeah, we're they- past that. How do you get the name Perfection, Nevada? Wait, Perfection, wait, no, it's, not, it's Perfection what? It's Perfection, Nevada. Okay, yeah, how do you get that it's name? It's actually Nevada. They, pro- they, they pronounce it that way if you live in that state. They eventually just like Illinois tired. is Illinois, not Illinois. There's no. They don't pronounce it. Yeah. They eventually get tired of their jobs and leave for Bixby, the nearest town. As they leave, they discover the dead body of Edgar Deems, a fellow resident, perched atop an electrical tower, still grasping the tower's crossbeams and his rifle. Jim Wallace, the town's doctor, determines that Edgar died of dehydration, apparently having been too afraid to climb down. I don't know how the doctor could tell that just by looking at him. Yeah, he, he couldn't tell that that's why. He just said, you know. Yeah, I've always like wondered that. about that. He, he looked, was an old man. He looked at the guy for every bit of like 15 <clears throat> seconds and said, mm-hmm. oh, he What happened mm-hmm. the time before? How, how long they've been actually there? Yeah. When I'm elected county coroner for Lee County here, you know, <laughs> I will also dabble in some medical examinations. Oh, that scares <laughs> the living shit out of me, actually. But I won't fuck the dead body. <laughs> Yeah, so, you're saying, so you're saying you wouldn't have fucked Edgar Deems on top of that tower? I probably would or not after have. after you got him down? Probably would not have. Would you have climbed up there and gotten him down? You got to. Or you got to send, I mean, like, what, gotta send the police you... detective up there to go get him? I don't know how you how, rope off that crime scene. So, so how could he be up there that long and have a hold of it like that? His body just didn't go eventually from being like... At the stage of dehydration well, and, like you, and exhaustion, you, well, you to probably just, got like your legs fed through, and like you just leaned up on it. And I'd put like all my weight there. And yeah, he's leaning. I'd say leaning towards the tower with his gun, with his gun across his lap. I, I don't know. I just I don't see. I don't see his body God still damn, being up there. The gods just don't want us fucking recording today. Good thing we're halfway through this shit. Yeah. I mean, we're doing fine. And well, are you still recording? Yeah. Is he still recording? He's, he's, yeah, he's literally recording this while taking a phone call. How unprofessional. The evil one is Barley. 
Oh, shit. She's watching their dogs, too? Oh, poor Casey. She's about to get bit. Ooh. <laughs> no, no, no. Nah, I'll play is the, the rat terrier, the old one. <laughs> oh, shit. She lost one of the dogs? They got out. Yes. They're down the street. Appreciate you, Casey. Steven, hurry up and get back and get to your dogs. In, inside the pit bull's mouth, what? <laughs> There's a cat slapping it around. <laughs> All right, where, the, where were we? We were talking about his body and how it could still be sitting They're up still there. up on the roof. We didn't get to the roof part. <laughs> and you we didn't, did. You didn't even watch the fucking movie. Yeah, you did. I've seen this thing 27 billion times. Later on, an unseen creature kills uh, Shepherd Fred and his flock of sheep. Val and Earl discovered his severed head and believe the serial killer is on the loose. Two construction workers ignore Val and Earl's warning and are killed by the same creature, causing a rock slide. You know what? Maybe don't well, tell them. one of them ignored it. The other one went around the car and got a yeah. crowbar <laughs> yeah. and was getting ready. For uh, hey, Chris, maybe don't tell Tucker. I'm, I'm doing it. What? Shitting on that floor right there. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I won't. Val and Earl try to help... Uh, Try to find help after warning the residents, but find the phone lines are dead and that the rock slide has blocked the only road out of town. Out of sight, a snake-like creature wraps itself around the truck's rear axle and it is torn apart when Val stomps on the accelerator and drives away and is later discovered when they return to town. All right. Are you at a stopping point? I'm, That's I'm a, a shit ton point. of movie already knocked out. That is a That's like 20 movie. minutes of the movie about. I, I know. Yeah, but Maybe we got the, the halfway point, so... Yeah, we did get to halfway point. We, we hit it and got so it. So, do you man. want us to go back and talk about what we already talked about? Sure, go right ahead. Golly. All right. So, yeah, my thing is, I would just let the fucking snake thing eat me. Like, just fuck it. Like, I wonder why he hit the snake at with this little hammer thing for it to bleed out that much. It bled a good bit. I mean, you don't, you don't think it was the head because it was if he's causing vibrations, wouldn't it be about to pop up and try to eat him? I guess so. So, wouldn't that probably be the the head of the creature? Either that or maybe it was trying to get away from the noise. Uh, well, it got drawn to the noise and realized the noise was too much. Maybe it got scared. You thought maybe a bigger one was they coming. Only, they only uh, pursue if, they, if they're hungry, though. Because in well, later movies, they adapt and they get smarter. They, they got start smarter, flying? They got smarter in this one, too. Yeah, but a whole lot smarter in the later ones. Yeah, they did get a whole lot smarter in the later ones. Um, I don't know. You guys think you'd be that calm if shit was going down? Like that. I mean, they they were pretty calm. Val and Earl were pretty calm. Well, I mean, like, you live in Bumblefuck, Nevada. Population 14. I mean, pretty much. How the hell they got shot there with population 14? Like, you would think they would just get government aid or something well, all the time. I mean, like, who, who's dating who? Huh? Fair enough. What do you mean, who's dating who? Whose kid is that? If there's 14 people in town. Okay. And one's a married couple. Okay. One's an old dude. Okay. One's... A woman who's got like a kid. Yes. And then you got a couple of single dudes. Are you saying that it's a, kind of an incestuous town? I'm, I'm saying there's some people like hanging out with Thumbelina and her five sisters. Well, we know we know Val gets with the well, college girls that come in to yeah, town and, to do research. And Bixby's not that far from what they tell us in the movie. It's less than 40 miles. Yeah, just less than 40 miles to go get some ass. Hey, you've, you're telling me you've never driven 40 miles for a piece of ass? No. I will not. Confirm nor deny. No, you drove to Columbus to kick a girl out of, out of the car. So right. you drove. That's not to you get. Drove that's to miles. drop it off. <laughs> There's a difference. You drove forty miles to get rid of it. So yeah, you definitely yeah. drive forty miles to get it. <laughs> no, I was to get rid of it. Hey, where's a good place around here to get rid of a body? Asking for oh, a friend. He. Yeah, but I want I want to know like where he will never find it. Go to Brownsville. Do it in Borgard. Okay. Or better yet, do it in Chambers County. That way he doesn't have to worry I, about I'm, it. I'm kind of scared. I'm hoping this is a rhetorical question. The, the, here's the thing. You go to Chambers County, there's some issues with me possibly standing out if anybody drives by and sees the white man like digging a hole in Chambers County. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you not to do anything illegal. Ain't nobody, like, I'm nobody's going to say anything. Yeah. Snitches get stitches. That's fair. That That is the one thing I got going for me. <laughs> Especially out there. Jesus Christ. So, all right. Bunch of damn meth heads. So, Chang's got the it's only Chambers shop County, there, right? Do what? Yeah, Chang has the only shop there. What does everybody else do for a living there? Well, one's a doctor. See. Yeah. Okay. The, the doc, there's a doctor. There's um, the lady that makes a pot. lady with a kid. She makes pottery. Mm-hmm. For who? The other 14 people. 
with the other 13 people. She, she must have people. like a roadside stand. She, she she ships it off to Bixby. I'm, I'm this guessing. is the 90s. She sends it off to Bixby and nah. sells it. Sets it up like in a cart like on the side of the road. Like Look, the it's, it's, only four, it's, there's only 14 people there. Who's going to come drop It's the by? middle of fucking Nevada in the early 1990s. That The biggest house out there, which was probably... Um, the trailer. No, the... The, the double stack trailer. The lady with the kid. You could probably get that house for 60 grand. Probably less than that in the 90s, I'll be honest with you. Well, maybe. It was the 90s. It's probably way and, less And then Bumblefuck, Nevada. Yeah. But that was a pretty big house, so that's why I'm saying 60. Yeah. I, I seriously doubt it. You're the, you're the real estate expert. What do you think? I, I'm, Property values I'm not, not in that market, nor in that time frame. Yeah, I mean, I have to go back to the 90s. I think I think the houses around this area were going for around 70000 I think my parents in bought this their area. house. I think my parents bought their house for like one fifty. is now worth like three hundred ish And that was like... A nice house. That's you know, that's mm-hmm. a big nice house. So I mean you know, you're you know, you're university, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I mean they, they made really good money. Really good money. So I mean they, they you look at it though. And like I said, you, you can like back in the nineties probably houses were going for seventy thousand. You go out to the outskirts of towns here and you can find some for seventy thousand. They're they're now? nice houses. Yes. Not here, outskirts cities of here. Hey, literally last month, like Auburn, you know, the average house price was like three seventy four. Then uh, Lee County, actually, the average price was higher than Opelika because everybody I, started to move out there. I believe it because mm-hmm. Borgard's expanding. Well, not only that, but like let's face it, Opelika, the government housing creates some undesirables that live in the area. Man, it can neither confirm nor deny. I know. That's why I said it. I'm not asking you. Their their value's gone up a good bit. It it, it has. So it's grown a lot. But um, what what the hell are we talking about? Oh yeah, where the people work. Yeah, yeah, what they do. Yeah, I mean, well, Chang owns a owns a convenience store, which is kind of racist because you got an Asian guy running a grocery or running a convenience store. Why is that racist? Stereotypical. I mean, he's got a monopoly. Really, it's not like he was running the dry cleaners. He's got a monopoly on it all, man. Well, yeah, he had the garbage business, he had the septic tank business, he had yeah. the convenience store business. So I guess he's a he, he's the entrepreneur. He's not. He's the entrepreneur. Yeah. So were they the handyman's? I mean, is that is, is that pretty much? Hired? Yeah, he but he they were he basically like, hired hands for for him, him basically. And then that's what they told him. Now we can't fix that Pepsi machine because and we got, got other stuff we have to do for you. Then you got Bert and um, oh shit, Reba McIntyre's character. Yeah. Uh, were they retired military? Is that what he is? That's kind of what I either that. Or I'm assuming like, that's what he or is. just like militia preppers. I, I think they're very much on the prepper scale, but I they had to have come into their money somehow. I think he's retired military, and it just that's what like, you said. He just like an officer. It would have to be <sighs> to build that kind of shelter with that. With that, you don't see it. You see it later, but see that gun collection. I mean, he could have been on like some sort of like military disability. Yeah. I mean, but he got so he has a little shack and all. They can just you yeah. know. I mean, he could, he could have gotten like shot in Vietnam, Purple Heart kind of situation. I guess so. I, I don't know what the settlement about, is on something like that. Be about the right time frame. No. But I mean, easy the, for you. The man knows his guns. That's for <laughs> damn sure. Uh, so Val and Earl borrow horses to ride to Bixby for help. They come upon Wallace and his wife, who's the doctor. Uh, wife's buried station wagon near the trailer, but the couple is missing, having been, having been killed the previous night. Uh, as they press on, an enormous burrowing worm-like monster suddenly erupts out of the ground, revealing the snake-like creature to be one of the worm's many tentacled tongues. Thrown from their horses, the men flee with fr- so flee the tongue. monster the with the monster in pursuit. Uh, the chase ends when the creature crashes through the concrete wall of an aqueduct, dying from the impact. Rhonda LeBeck, a graduate student conducting seismology tests in the area, stumbles onto the scene, and she deduces from previous readings that there are three other worms in the area. Rhonda, Val, and Earl become trapped overnight atop a cluster of boulders near one of the worms and surmise that the creatures uh, hunt their prey by by detecting seismic vibrations. The trio then find some discarded poles and use them to pole vault across uh, some nearby boulders boulders to reach Rhonda's truck, narrowly escaping the creature. The end. Not quite. Damn. We're getting there. So, I want to go back to the doctor scene for a second. If if damn, we're going all the way back to that. If you're the if you're the doctor and his wife, and you're building your house out there in the middle of fucking nowhere, which I don't know why you would want to. I guess he's retired. Well, I mean, low cost. 
But can have a skin condition where it's good for them. Your little generator goes missing, and then you pull it up, and the cord's been cut. You gonna keep wondering what's going on, or are you gonna try to get the fuck out of there? I would just assume you got meth heads in town. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, but they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Is that one meth is prevalent in small towns. They weren't in a small town. They were in a fucking blip on a map. And they weren't even in the town. They were out in the country. I'm just saying. Meth is popular. It's that one little teenage boy. <laughs> Which I don't... You know, they, they, they try to portray him as being this jerk through the whole movie. I feel bad for the kid. Like, you know he's got a lot of frustration built up in him, you know? Mm-hmm. Considering he's the only teenage boy that we see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're talking about uh, Melvin? Yeah. You know, I, you never see his dad. Okay. And I'm looking at the, the cast list right here on uh, on Wikipedia. His full name is Melvin Plug, P-L-U-G. Okay. There's no other plug listed on that cast. It could have been his mom's name, and she got he got followed out of wedlock. Maybe. Because I always kind of assumed Nestor was his dad. But they don't have the same last name, and you really never see them interacting. Well, that, that could be a father son relationship in itself, right there. It's a lot of drama going on in this town. Yeah, right. Dun, dun, dun. Um, well, Nestor didn't beat cancer either. He got eaten by a worm, but he probably beat Melvin. So, technically, if he had COVID and he got eaten by a worm, COVID related death. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's a throwback to last year. It is. <laughs> So the scene where they're where they're running from the the worm and it crashes into the aqueduct. Do you know this movie says the word fuck one time and it's in that scene? And do you know why? I actually looked this up earlier. Somebody probably got scared and just fucking said it. No, uh, the MPAA at the time, you could use fuck one time in a movie and it could retain its PG thirteen rating. Hmm. So they used that's why they changed um, Mother Humpers later in the movie. That was originally motherfuckers, and the MPAA said, no, you can't do that, so we're, y'all need to change that or it's going to be rated R. So they wanted it to have a PG-13 rating, so they right. changed mother humpers, or motherfuckers to mother humpers and left the fuck you in at the aqueduct, which I thought that was a perfectly timed fuck you. Yeah. It good comedic yeah. value. It was, it was perfectly timed. Interesting. Is it, though? Sort of. I mean, third time we've talked about this. Sort of. It is. We talked about this earlier. Before Tucker came back, we're talking about it again. Let's go. Let's keep going. We already talked about the yeah. ratings and all. Yeah, that we're just already. trying to get to the part where we were at, so we can just finish this thing up. If you would have been down here earlier, you would know we already talked about the whole rating thing in the movie and all that. So whatever. Let's go. After the trio return to town, all three <laughs> remaining worms attack the settlement. Val saves Mindy, who is unaware of the creature's presence in town. After the sound of her pogo stick lures one of them to her. Meanwhile, Rhonda gets tangled in barbed wire from a broken fence and another one of the creatures moves to kill her. Val manages to stun the creature with a pickaxe, then helps Rhonda to escape. Inside the general store, the worms attack again and kill the store owner, Walter Chang, forcing everyone to hide, uh, to hide on the town's various rooftops. Meanwhile, survivalist couple Bert and Heather Gummer manage to kill one of the creatures after unwittingly luring it to their basement armory. In you, town... You know, there could be a lot of like farmers in town, too. Herders, ranchers. In town, the two remaining worms start attacking the building foundations. They knock over a trailer Nestor is standing on, allowing them to drag him under and devour him. Realizing they must leave town, Earl, Rhonda, and Miguel distract the monsters while Val commandeers a truckloader and chains a semi-trailer to the rear. The survivors use it to try and escape to a nearby mountain uh, range. En route, both worms are... Yeah, both worms create a sinkhole trap that disables the tractor loader, the track loader, and the survivors flee to some nearby boulders for safety. Hey, uh, avoid Dean Road and Opelika Road, that intersection. Somebody got hit by a train. I'm damn. I'm not planning on leaving my house tonight. Well, it was more for him. That's not near me, but okay. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you decide to go to Kroger or something, I mean. Gotcha. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Good looking out. Yep. Yeah, somebody says hopefully no one died. They got hit by a fucking train. I'm going to play the odds. Yeah. I, I would bet. Uh, Were they walking? Or was it in a car? Don't know. They just said the conductor doesn't them to find an alternate route. Doesn't really matter. You say a conductor couldn't find an alternate route? The they, odd, they told them to the, find an alternate route. The odds are not really in your favor like when you get hit by a train. The couldn't find an alternate route. I, was, <laughs> I don't know. It could derail. Hey, man, I ain't going to lie. I almost got hit by one of those little trucks they put I've on the track. I've seen a train derailment. 
I bet you have. It's not fun. I almost got hit by one of those trucks the other day. You know, the ones that go on the train track? For real? Yeah. Well, because, you know, you don't, you don't, if the bars don't come down, you don't sit there and stop and like look both ways. That's, you just kind of keep going. Fair. So I was going and like, I hear him like hit his horn. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, mm-hmm. like, the, you know, how was I supposed to know you're coming? No lights were blinking. or no, Usually like when, if they are working on that, it still comes down and everything. Mm-hmm. You know? That's but true. No, Interesting. Nothing. All right. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. They've escaped the town in the, yeah. in the track loader. And gotten everybody off the rooftops. Yep. And now they're stuck on the boulders after the worms dug a trap. After them. they try to do pole vaulting. We're way beyond the pole vaulting. Right. We're close to the end of the movie now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Still not trapped on the roof. They've gotten off the roof. Okay, good deal. Now I'm back in. Yeah. And the girl got new pants. And the girl got new jeans from the store. And shoes. Yes, that was a while back. And she was on the water tower. Yes, and she was on the water tower. Gotcha. And they've already done the bull tractor trick so that Val could get to the the track loader. Yeah. All right. So, go. Go. Y'all, talk about something here. <laughs> I'm waiting for y'all. Do what? <laughs> I'm tired of carrying this episode. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, when did the Muppets come in here? Do, 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 do. That's what we should have done. We should have done the Muppet Show or something. Like that. that would have been great. Next week. Next week we're going to do the Muppet Show. Are we going to do like an actual episode? Let's do like one episode of the Muppet Show. I'm done. Like the Steve Martin episode. All right. Wait, are we still talking about this movie? Uh, Yeah, we're trying to finish it up. Oh, okay. oh we've been done for a while. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? The group begins to lose hope of escape until Earl gets an idea to trick the worms into swallowing Bert's homemade pipe bombs. The strategy kills one worm, but the last one spits a bomb back towards the survivors, forcing them to disperse as the explosion sets off and destroys all but one of the remaining bombs. Val lures the final worm into chasing him to the, lead, to the edge of a cliff and then throws the remaining bomb behind it, frightening the worm into charging through the cliff face and plummeting to its death onto the rocks below. The group return to town and call in the authorities to begin investigating while Earl encourages Val to pursue a romantic relationship with Rhonda. End movie. And the government covers it all up. Yep. Kind of hard to cover it up since it spawned off like seven sequels. They no, tried. Plus a TV No, that, that's why it That's did. why it kept sneaking up on people. Right. Because the government covered it up. But did they? Right, yeah. Right there along with the Tuskegee experiment. Like nobody oh, knew. Jesus. Did anybody ever want to learn how to... How to Make these bombs? No, no. When you were a kid, it, it, it probably, no, we're probably not. highly illegal to do that shit. I'm sure it is, but did anybody want to learn how to do it when they were a kid? Nope. No. That's how you fucking like lose fingers, is man. Is that you? Hell yeah, I wanted to know how to oh, do it gosh. when I was a kid. This is how serial killers come about. Mm-hmm. Well, he's probably gonna tape one like a cat's tail or something. No, I was never, <laughs> never that kind of kid. <laughs> Are you sure now? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. So this one off, what did we said? Seven other movies. For, uh, off of this. Seven movies and a TV series, and then there was a pilot episode for a second TV series that never made it past. Never uh, made light of day. Thank goodness. Yeah, never made light of day. But, I mean, Fred Ward was in... Fred Ward and Michael Gross were in a lot of these movies. Hmm. Yeah, because they had nothing better going on. I mean, the only other thing Fred Ward did facts. was like Sweet Home Alabama that I know of. Fred Ward's been in a ton of shit. Eh, nothing important. <laughs> Terminator, uh, ter- Trimmer, sorry. Yeah, wasn't Terminator. <laughs> no, it wasn't Terminator. <laughs> I was trying to get the word out. Of course, he'd have been better than like that shitty guy. That had the oh, little, you're talking the about uh, dick. Silver Surfer? Yeah, the little dick, yeah. I mean, he was in Escape from Alcatraz. He nope. was in... Didn't watch that. Get, pull something good. Yeah, he can't. He was uh, Gus Grissom in The Right Stuff. Nope, never saw it. 1983. Nope. Let's see. Let's go further. Let's go past 1990. Yeah, so, something in, after this. Because we said after this He was movie. in the TV show The Hitchhiker. Oh, well. He was uh, in Henry and June. He was in, well, there's Tremors. Henry and June, I'm trying to remember. He was in The Player. Was that the uh, Johnny Depp one? Shortcuts. Is that that way he's got the little... No, yeah, no that, was, that was Benny and June. He was yeah. in uh, Naked Gun 33 and a third. <sighs> something good. Okay, all right. Well, that one was okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Leslie Nielsen fan. It's fair. He was in. Road, but was it was actually in, a really good movie, though. He was in Road Trip. He was in Corky Romano, Joe Dirt, Full Disclosure, Sweet Home Alabama. Let's see. Uh, so Joe Dirt, I'd give him that one. He was in. Uh, Joe Dirt's a good movie. Yeah, it is. Life's a Garden. Dig it. <laughs> That's a great movie. That's what we should do too. Joe Dirt. 
I get I'm Joe Dirt. That would be a good one. I get behind that. So he's been in a ton of shit. Sort of. You said like three things. Anyway. Uh, they must have paid him really well or else he had to be like a janitor somewhere. In Joe Dirt? No, just like, I mean, like for his day job, like, cause like he wasn't working steady enough to <laughs> really pay the bills. I mean, he was active in TV and movies from 1973 to 2015 and he's got a huge filmography. So he was plenty busy. I mean like, but all like bit roles. So, I mean, I, I doubt he was hurting. Uh-huh. They should have made him Captain American. Oh Jesus Christ! I, I would I would watch that one. Yeah, I would have caught that one in theaters. Yeah, that would have been good if they would have made him Captain America. Would have been better than the one they chose. Yeah, totally. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, could I probably would have gave it a better score. Could you imagine Fred Ward like getting all jacked? He <laughs> <laughs> would have to be on fucking steroids like a mother. It would be great yeah. though. I would I would definitely give that a good review. I think so. Like just just the work you had to put in, I'd, I'd yeah. reward that. All right, guys. Ratings and reviews. Chris, what's your... So, you know, this movie, like I said before... Well, I haven't said before. So, man, when I was a kid, it was a hard time to decipher what this movie was. You know, was it like a B movie? You know, like one of those just like cheesy horrors? Or is this supposed to be for real? You know, is this a comedy? Or what what is this movie? You know, it it was hard to decipher. And for them to... I kind of like the pacing of it, though. For it to be an hour and a half, it pretty much did fly by. You know, it was a really fast movie that, you know, went by pretty fast. Says before, it's a movie where you have to just turn off your brain and just not think about it. If you think too hard about this movie, you're going to go insane because it's just not worth trying to think about. But is it something like if it's on TV, you'll watch? I mean, yeah, I would. So I'm going to give this a two and a half beer. All right. Trey? Uh, I'll give it two and a half beers. I always watch it when I see it on TV. I just didn't see it on TV yesterday when you told me that we were watching it. So that's fair. Yeah. Um, I, you know, guys, I think I'm right in line with y'all. I saw this movie when I was a kid, and and to be honest with you, the first time I saw it, I was probably like eight, and it scared the living shit out of me. I'm not gonna lie. That's fair. Um, and I, and I've loved it ever since. And I actually watched the first three Tremors movies. The yeah. second one was pretty good, and third one was stupid. I think I've seen the second one. That's and about I it. kind of lost interest after that because they went really, really off in the weeds really badly. Um, but, you know, for what this movie is, which is a... It's, what is it's, it? It's like a spoof of a... of a horror. It's, it's, it reminds... It's like um, Ash versus the Evil Dead or... Um, oh, those are great. Or Army of Darkness. It does not take itself seriously. It's very tongue-in-cheek. But you knew that about that movie. You did. And this I, one, it was kind of hard to decipher that. But it's it's still... It's it's like an it's like an homage to the 50s horror movies, like The Blob or, or something like that. Okay, fair. Um, I think this movie is, is fun. I think it's held up pretty well. Um, some of the special effects still look pretty good. The little snake snake things coming out of the mouths um, I think it's a solid movie I'll watch anytime it's on TV it's a two beer movie for me it's fair yeah so <clears throat> that's not a bad spot but, but I mean that's the thing like you like what you touched on you knew that Evil Dead after you saw it you knew okay this is just a spoof it's yeah. not really I don't think this was so much a spoof I think this was I think they went for horror but then they got reclassified I, yeah I mean I, I just think it, I, I don't think it's taking itself serious enough for it to really be I don't know. a horror movie. I bet they really tried their best. I think they did take themselves kind of serious on this. Well, like you said, man scared an eight-year-old. Yeah, an eight-year-old. Hmm? Doesn't scare me now at fucking 38. Does it not? But I still love the movie. I mean, it's still hilarious. I mean, it's it's, it's funny. It's yeah. not scary. It's just fucking funny. I think they... I, w- I want to say, and we, 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 we talked about it upstairs before we came on the show, is that... I think this was one of those movies where they probably meant for it to be more than what it was going to be, and it was probably meant to be a trilogy, really. But after the first one, and then the second one kind of dropped off, and then you get what I'm saying, the drop-off on it that you know people lost interest. I mean, you can, you can only pay Kevin Bacon so much to be in this, you know? Well, he declined. Or, sorry, he declined. by the way, you got to pay Kevin Bacon so much to be in another one. He right? declined to come back for any of the sequels until they tried to reboot the uh, the TV show. 
Well, yeah, I think it's I think it's one of those where they kind of they they on paper it sounded better. It sounded like you know what's it called uh that center of the earth movie um journey to the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to be kind of like that in a sense. I feel like is what they were going to end up trying to go for. Could see that. So it was eventually going to be like I feel like they were eventually trying to get to the point where it was going to be you know in, in the later. Movies, it was going to hit the point of like, let's get to the center of Earth and take out the hive, you know, or something like that. But when the movie came out, they were just like, uh. well, but it did. I mean, it did. It was moderately successful. It made sixteen million on a ten million budget, so that's fifty percent over budget. Yeah, that's fair. But it didn't pull in like thirty, you know, a three hundred percent profit. Which, and the thing is, like, they calculate the money really funny in Hollywood. Have you all ever seen that before? No, I haven't. Like, the people who get, like, a point on the movie, like, a lot of actors, you know, will say, for instance, like, Animal House. Like, uh, they offered uh, Donald Sutherland, like, $50,000 or $30,000 or something less and, you know, a, a percentage of whatever it grossed. Right. And he took the, all the money up front because he didn't think it was going to be successful. Uh yeah. Oh yeah, but but I've heard of like people who have been paid on the percent those, yeah. on on the percent, and then like the accountants in Hollywood will fuck them over and not pay it. That's why you see a lot of people come back and like suing later. So it's a sense like it's kind of like you're either taking commission or you're just taking salary. Yep, that's what it's like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so it'd be hard to decide. I feel like this is one of those movies where it could have mm-hmm. went the other way. Well, but I mean, like, think it about it. It did get cold falling. Like, like, if you're getting, like, a percentage of it, like, every time, like, TBS plays it, something. Yeah. Every time TNT plays it, something. Right. So, you get, you still get later on, too. Because mm-hmm. then, you know, nowadays, you still have all the streaming services out there. They're mm-hmm. bidding and buying. So, yep. you'll get something off of that. Mm-hmm. So. So, Trey, you're actually pretty close to right. They, they're saying that a movie needs to make about 300%. Uh Profit or three hundred percent over but over uh, over the budget investment, yeah, to uh, be considered profitable. So, but that's using I don't know, I don't know if this would change with being it being thirty years old thirty years ago. But that's this I mean, was, this is an article I found from yeah, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's made the money over time, but in, on that initial box office release, it was probably not a commercial success in their eyes. Well, but it didn't lose. It was moderately successful. Yeah, it did not lose money on that first run. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a fun movie, and it's it's right there in that perfect time frame. It's 96 minutes long, so you can watch it in a day and feel it still get shit done and still be entertained by it. So yeah. I think that with it having a 96-minute runtime, it did move pretty quick, and you don't, you don't get bored with it. I don't know. I feel like they could have trimmed, like, 15 minutes off of it. Just my personal take. I kind of felt like the doctor scene was unneeded, but that was only like a five minute scene. Yeah. I mean, just somewhere along the way, like cut like a couple lines of dialogue, just move it through. But you gotta, you gotta make it long enough for people to actually go to the movies. Yeah. But again, I think, I think with 96 minutes, I think that it ran, it moved pretty quickly. It had a really good pace to that movie. And that's, that's, you know, talked about before. That's in the nineties. That was probably an hour and a half. Is about what movies kind of ran to. Mm-hmm. You know, they usually didn't run too much more over that. A little bit over, but not too much more over. You know, unlike nowadays, movies now are like two and a half, three hours long. You know, it's literally like you got to sit through and watch. Well, that's because they're putting like they're trying to make everything more action packed and got to keep it moving and like. And when you do that, you don't build and, that connection to the character, so they have to give like some sort of backstory. And, and they're also that. and they're also making each movie to because Tremors could have been a standalone movie. They could have never made another movie, and it would still be a good movie. And honestly, yeah. they should. It would have been better. <laughs> maybe maybe Cause, Tremors because well no because if you just did the one, I feel like I could go back and I could watch it and I could be like, okay, that's good. But I know they went back for the paycheck, and I know that well, they it continuously dropped off in quality. But again, Tremors two was was pretty good. It was direct-to-video. It didn't even have a theatrical release, but it was still pretty good. It's still fun. The difference it's, is, nowadays, you already kind of know ahead of time if you're going to be making a sequel well, to Well, you can go to a movie now and Almost. go... You can go to a movie now and go, they're going to make a sequel within two years. You just know it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what the movie is. They're going to make So a lot of them, they'll just go ahead and do character building, you know, in the mm-hmm. first movie. 
And it actually kind of takes, to me, it kind of takes away from some of the movies. Yes, there, there's that perfect balance of this is an hour and a half long movie, but you felt like you got to know the characters in the movies. Yeah, you, you got to know the two main characters, like right. everyone else. You sort of well, even the supporting characters, Ariba and them. You kind of felt like you knew a bit about them enough to where you can come up with your own backstory, like we did. Come up with your own backstory and everything else. Well, the movie nowadays, it's they don't do to me. They don't do enough of character building in short time periods. Yeah, do they, don't, they don't do it without forcing it. Like there's there there's not a very good way that I'm seeing lately. Right. This is exactly it. It's not left up to, you know, it's kind of like the, you know, the Stand By Me movie, right? Like, by the end of the movie, you knew those boys and their characters. That's fair. But they had a whole entire story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like you had the whole entire story that built up, even the Val Kilmer character, you already knew, you know, you already got the feel for him throughout that whole thing, you know? True. And so the movies nowadays, like I said, it's either they focus totally on the character building and we have to thoroughly do a character building. Or you lose it and you get something like Red Dawn. You know, that just... I do think that'd be a fun one to watch. Actually, you know what I... The first or the second? The the second one was terrible. No, no, the remake or the original? Talk about about the original. But you know what I want to do? I just thought about it. I want to do The Outsiders. Oh, that's a great one. Is that what we're doing next week? I just watched that one. Uh, Well, I think it's Chris's turn next, but like when when it's my turn... Well, you're next. I did the card game. Okay, well, I mean, then I'm going to do the Outsiders. We'll do it. So we're, next week we're doing the Outsiders. Yep. Sounds good. <clears throat> All right. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to add to this? Fuck you, Al. Jeez. Piece of shit. Chris, anything you want to add? Hope you uh, chill on a hand bone. Everybody have a good weekend. We'll talk about Outsiders next. Yeah. So next week we're doing the Outsiders. Um, guys, if you want to contact us, you can reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, or email us at the underscore guys review at gmail.com. Or, that's right, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. The underscore guys review at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook using uh, some combination of the, the guys, guys review. review. Um, until next week, my name is Tucker. With me is Chris and Trey. Say good night, fellas. Good night. You know, Al starts dumpster fires up in Toronto. Just sure. saying. I, I hope he doesn't catch a building on fire. Are you Are you happy? Not yet. Damn, I feel so weird. I have an outro, outro music. Outro music. Is that the-